Good evening, good evening, brothers and sisters. Uh, welcome back to this online service. We are into a very, very confusing uh, topic, but I trust that at this time, this season of time, God is opening our eyes so that we can see clearly the spiritual battle that we are involved with. You know, and uh, we are talking about how Satan can come into our life and defile our spirit as a Christian through emotional hurts, bitterness, you know, and anger because we did not get what we want. So all these kind of things will open the doors for Satan to come in and defile our spirit. And as a result, we will begin to defile others because of the work of Satan. And so the Bible tells us that we are not fighting against flesh and blood. Yeah, it's not the other person against another person. But rather we are fighting against high-level demonic spirit, prince parties, powers, and, and rulers. You know, So high-level demonic spirit because it is about fighting for influence, for territory, for kingdom. So we got to recognize all these things or else we will be so confused and we will take it as uh, just a, a personality crashes and, and difference of uh, opinion and so on. No. Okay, that's why the Bible says we've got to put on the whole armor. Whole armor. Because the enemies will come in. Whichever, you know, there is an opening, there is a weakness. And so that's why we've got to Take it very seriously. Put on the whole armor so that we can stand, so that we can resist uh, 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 what the, the evil spirit wants to do. And also we need to recognize, because it's so intertwined with human being, that sometimes we cannot distinguish whether it's demons, Satan working, or whether it's that human person. Look at Peter, he was the disciples of Jesus and he was right in front of Jesus. So don't say, you know, I have no problem because I'm so close to Jesus. I talk to him every day. I fellowship with him every day. So did Peter. So did Peter. He's closer to Jesus than any one of us can. He was right next to him. And yet Peter was used by Satan. So that's why sometimes we cannot tell. For us, of course, Jesus can tell. God can tell. But we, we are so confused. We thought, oh, you know, we're doing good. We have good intention. But we allow Satan to come in, to use us, to want to destroy the church, want to frustrate the advancement of the kingdom of God. Why? Because Satan knew if a kingdom is united, it will stand. It will be strong. That's why he wants to infiltrate into our midst and to, to come in to pollute, defile our spirit, to bring about division so that the kingdom of God will be frustrated, will not be able to be what it should be. 
Because when there is unity, the word of God says there is the anointing flowing down from above. There's that order, there's that partnership, there's that cooperation. The kingdom of God will, will just continue to advance. But when there's no unity, the anointing stops. Conflicts. You have to deal with all kinds of problems. You cannot, you know, you actually you're fighting against all kinds of demons, except you don't know it. And so the kingdom of God cannot really uh, move forward. So, so I, I hope this time round, the teaching will really open our eyes to, to, to really be able to see clearly where Satan is working in the church, in, in our life. Uh, rather than, you know, it's just something that, that the Bible talks about, but we don't know where it is, we can't see where it is, or maybe up there somewhere. Okay, so, so I hope we will really pay attention to the teaching and really uh, see whether we have fallen, fallen into the snare or the schemes of the, the devil. So, so tonight I want to share about how can we come out from the schemes of the devil. We still need to spend a little bit of time to to understand a little bit more about his scheme so that we can, we know where he's working and then we know how to, to, to deal with it. So the, the enemies, the devil want to deceive the church. Okay, deceive us. And, and then devour us. Look at 2 Corinthians 11 verse 3. 2 Corinthians 11 verse 3 onwards. But I'm afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes to you and preaches a Jesus other than the Jesus we preach, or if you receive a different spirit from the spirit you receive, or a different gospel from the one you accepted. You put up with it easily enough. So there you are, the Corinthian church, because they cannot distinguish, they cannot discern what is from Satan, what is from God. They are all mixed up, confused. Not that they are sort of in disarray, confused. They didn't think that they are confused. But Paul is pointing out to them, you know, you have allowed a different gospel, a different Christ, a, a, a different spirit to come in. And you have accepted it because you thought it's from Jesus. Because they talk about Jesus. Right? They talk about the gospel. It sounds... It sounds just what the scripture is saying. But then there is a twist, a deception that has come in that you do not know. And you, you put up with it. You thought it's from God. So, so the word of God used the analogy of the serpent coming to Eve. So the serpent asked Eve, did God say, you know, you cannot eat of that 
tree of knowledge and good and evil. You see, so Satan does know what God has said, and so he come in, and there is always truth. When Satan wants to come in, want to destroy your heart, uh, the the purity of your heart, there will always be certain element of truth that he would tell you, and then out of that truth, he will bring in confusion. So Eve begins to get confused and say, "Oh, you know, we, we mustn't touch it." Which is not what God says, and then eventually Satan will let Eve to further question the integrity of God, because he said, "Did you know, if you eat, you will not die?" But God knew. You see, He knows. If you eat this fruit, you'll be like Him, and He doesn't want you to be like Him. So that gives Eve a justification for rebellion. For disobedience, because now God is keeping this away from me. He is not so good after all. So I'm going to do this. You see, this is the the schemes of the evil one. He will come in to these people who have given themselves to be used by Satan because of their defiled spirit, and then they will speak some truth, and then they will do some accusation and so on. So when you are, you believe, you are, you are influenced by this spirit. Then it gives you a justification why you should rebel. Okay, so that is the schemes of the devil. He comes in to deceive, to deceive, and Satan come in. He he didn't come in uh, uh, to frighten you, you know, with all kinds of monster face, so that you see you see that that image. You 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 are just you turn pale and you, and you know you see a demon. No, he doesn't come in like that. He come in and preach. Jesus, he come in and preach the gospel. You know, you believe Jesus, hey, you can have salvation, but it's a different gospel. It's a different Jesus. Spirit, right? So, so he preached Jesus without the cross. He preached Jesus without humility. Submission, obedience. No, he preached a Jesus that makes you feel good. Yes, Jesus does want us to feel good, really good. That's true, but that kind of thing is pride, is self, is arrogance, is against God. That's why he's a different Jesus. Yes, it's Jesus' name. It sounds like him, but it's a different Jesus, a different spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit is a spirit of gentleness and humility, meekness, love that covers a multitude of sin. But there comes a different spirit, a spirit of accusation, a spirit of slander. A spirit of pride, you see. And I tell you, I know one demons. Wow, when they talk, they they are really skillful. You know, you 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 really need to discern what is being said. It's not like some people they're so blunt they come in and blah blah. No, this demon spirit, they can be so loving, and you know. 
and, and behind it, you know what is being said, if you can discern. But those undiscerning, they will say, oh, they're very loving. Oh, they talk about Jesus. They love Jesus so much. But they cannot detect the different spirit. The Corinthian church could not detect. So they put up with it. They, they accept it. And then they say a different gospel. The gospel that Jesus preaches is the gospel of the kingdom. You know, of submission. Jesus is king. We have to obey. Right? We have to, uh, to be responsible for the kingdom, building the kingdom. But the different kingdom, a uh, different gospel is a gospel that builds self. Not Jesus, not the, king, not the temple of God. It's, it's about self. Okay, so instant gratification, what you can get. And that's why if they don't get it, they're angry. They're bitter. They come against you. So that is the schemes of that the devil, he comes in to deceive. He comes in, infiltrate into our midst. And we've got to discern it. And the purpose is to destroy our pure devotion to Christ. Let's look at verse 3 again, uh, the, the second part. Somehow your mind may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. Can you imagine in those days, your heart is so pure, your, your, your devotion to Christ is so pure, whatever the church says, you know, you will follow and you are so happy and everything is fine. But now a different spirit comes in. You know, you begin to say, hey, you know, we got to be careful, you know. They are also human, you see, they, they are this, they are that. So there is, the respect is no, no longer there. The honor is no longer there. It's a division there. It's all talking about self. If I say it's right, it's right. If I think it's not right, it's not right. You know, that kind of spirit has come in. The sincere devotion for Jesus is gone. I can remember, you know... It, those days when we first started our church, even though sometimes the leaders are so wrong. But that simple devotion, pure devotion, we still love the church, we still serve the church, we still, you know, continue. And there are times I was really hurt. But we still keep the unity of the church. We still protect the church. We still work together. But today, you see people, well, it's all about self. Is all about self because demonic spirit has come in. It works against the spirit of Christ. Okay, so it destroys our simple, pure devotion, sincere devotion to Christ. So Satan come in to deceive and to defile the church. Number two, Satan disguised as angels of light. Remember just now we, we, we mentioned huh? uh, they, they preach the gospel, they disguise themselves as an angel of light. Look at 2 Corinthians 11 verse 12 and 13. 2 Corinthians 11 verse 12. But what I do, I will also continue to do that I may cut off the opportunity from those who desire an opportunity to be regarded just as we are in the things of which they boast. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, 
transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no greater thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose aims will be according to their work. So I mentioned earlier, Satan is not going to come in, you know, uh, well, frighten you with his appearance. No, he's going to come in as an angel of light. Maybe very lovable, acceptable, and that's why the Corinthian church has taken in by the charisma, by that personal charm or, or, or that kind of uh, ministry. And uh, we've got to be really be able to, to discern you know, what the enemy is saying. As I say, you know, the words itself can, can appears to be in line with the scripture because it's a, it talks about Jesus, it talks about gospel, it talks about, you know, the working of, of, of the Holy Spirit. It, it could be just like, just like what we talk about. And, and the Bible says, see, they present themselves as apostles, as servants of God, right? But Paul said these are false apostles, false servants of God. What is their motive? Their motive is to exalt themselves. They want to make themselves equal or even better than the apostle Paul. They took the opportunity that the apostle Paul wasn't around. So they start to influence and start to infiltrate into the church and project themselves as the super apostle. And they boast, boast about their work. And that's why Paul says, I begin to boast about my work and I will continue to do it. Because I don't want to give them the opportunity to elevate themselves so, so, so as to deceive people in what they talk about. Right? So they will talk about their work, right? And people will admire them and, and, and support them, give praise to them. You know, when you touch this part of their life, I tell you, hell will break loose. Because this false apostle, false servant of Christ, that's what they, you know, that is their need. They want to fulfill their, their inner needs. And uh, that's why they disguise as the angel of light used by Satan to, to come in to do what the enemies want to do. So, if we are already influenced by the devil and what he wants to do, if we are in the midst of a group of people who are close to us, but who are used by the enemies. What do we do? Look at 2 Corinthians 6, verse 15 to 16. He said, what harmony is there between Christ and Belial, which is a nickname for Satan? What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? 
What agreement is there between the temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will live with them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Verse 17. Therefore, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean things and I will receive you. And I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. So, through this series of teachings, I hope you understand that we as Christians, we can be defiled, we can be used by the devil. So that's why the Bible, first of all, tells us, do not fellowship between Jesus and Satan, or between Christ and Belial. There's, there's, there's a, there, there got to be a clear cut. Not kind of, oh, you know, they're okay, well, you know, we must have love. And, no, there got to be a clear cut between Christ and Satan. Okay, so we do not fellowship. This is what the Word of God says. Do not fellowship with these people anymore because you will be defiled. Your spirit will be defiled. And we talked about that already, so I would not labor on that. But to say that this is what the scripture teach, we are not to fellowship because we are of Christ. We know what Christ wants. And our fellowship is with God and those who follow God and not those who come in. Well, they are supposed, they, 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 they seem as if they are following God, but we, we got to discern. And then it says, you are the temple of God. We are building the temple of God. You know, the holy temple. We are not to tear down the temple. We are not to destroy the temple. That's the devil's work. And if you find yourself in the midst of people who do that, that's why you've got to come out. They will talk spiritual. They will talk as if they are building the temple of God. But you know, that Satan can use this kind of people. So we do not, uh, we, we are God's children. We do not fellowship with them. We do not yoke ourselves with them. We do not partner, cooperate with them. And people say, oh, you know, they're building uh, the church. Are they? Is it a church of Jesus Christ? Or is it Christ but not the same Christ? Is it a gospel, but not the same gospel? You see? So we've got, we got to discern, right? And if it contaminates our spirit from our sincere faith, sincere uh, love for Jesus, then you've got to watch out. That's not the spirit of Christ. Okay, so we're talking about a sanctification, a division that God demands. Not a mixture. You know, there are too many mixtures in, in our life and in the church so that we cannot distinguish what is holy and what is not holy, what is of God and what is not of God, what is of self, right? 2 Corinthians 7, 11 say, Let us purify ourselves, 
from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. I know it's not easy to separate ourselves from people we know, people we have associated with for a long time, maybe people we love. But out of the reverence for God, we know if this thing is going on, if our spirit is being defiled, if these people are destroying the temple, uh, they're speaking against what God is building, we need to come out from them because we want nothing to do with the work of Satan. Remember, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. There's nothing against a person. But we know Satan is behind it. So there is a, a clear division. We've got to put a stop to it. Come out from it so that we will not be polluted. We will not have cries and have idols, as the scriptures say, in our life. And uh, so the whole purpose of our ministry, the whole purpose of sharing these words, is not against other people. But look at 2 Corinthians 11, verse 1 and 2. I hope you will put up with me in a little foolishness. Yes, please put up with me. I'm jealous for you with a godly jealousy. I promise you to one husband, to Christ, so that I might present you as a pure virgin to him. And this is the goal of our ministry here. So that we may present you, present the church as a pure virgin to the Lord Jesus when he comes. We're not going to present to Jesus a mixture. Well, yes, Christian, but a lot of this, you know, yes, we're serving the Lord, but this is a goal. And I believe this is what the Spirit of God is doing, revealing his truth to us at this time, in this way, so that we can discern and our eyes are open to, in, in a very clear way, a, a distinct way, how Satan is working in our midst. Because he's working in the midst of Christian. Right? So, so that's why it's confusing. That's why sometimes we, we, we thought, oh, you know, it's just another person or this character. We've we got to discern. Satan is working and we better cut ourselves off. And so that we'll be clean. So that we will be we have that sincere love for Jesus and serve Him with all our heart. Shall we pray? Father, we thank You for Your Word. We thank You for the revelation and opening our eyes to see the nature and the work of the of demons, Satan, so that we can rightly discern His work in our midst so that we have nothing to do with what he's doing. We will keep ourselves clean and pure in our hearts, in our body, in every way that we may present ourselves as a pure virgin before you when you come again. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your precious blood. We thank you for your goodness. Continue to build your church, we pray. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Okay, the Lord bless you. We'll see you again next week.